Okay. Take care now. Thanks, Barbara. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. And thank you for tuning in to Making Waves on your hydro-powered, volunteer-powered public radio station, Radio Catskill WJFF. Please join us every Monday night at 7 p.m. here at 90.5 FM, 94.5 FM in Monticello, and streaming online at wjffradio.org. And coming up next, we have Trailer Talk with Sabrina Artel. Stay tuned. In the world of early music, you can journey to the sublime realm of chant, hear the passion of an Italian Baroque violin sonata, or enjoy the excitement of a lively Renaissance dance. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for Harmonia, coming to you each week from this public radio station. Harmonia can be heard Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. here on WJFF. Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer, From the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. In These Mountains. This audio series, In These Mountains, focuses on the diverse community of my home in Liberty, New York, and the surrounding Catskills. Reverend Jesse Jackson said that, Within small towns is the DNA of America's most pressing social issues and where they can be worked on. For In These Mountains, Arts Talking, I travel to Riverfest, the Calicoon Center Band, the Happy Footer Square Dance Club in Youngsville, and ACL Theater in Highland Lake. for visiting me in my 1965 Beeline travel trailer. The coffee's brewing, the brownies are warm. Please pull up a seat and join me at the kitchen table for a live public conversation.
Well, welcome to Trailer Talk, Tony. I saw you sitting in front of the Village Market and the post office. We're right here on Main Street in Calicoon Center, New York. And how long have you been coming to listen to the Calicoon Center Band? Well, we came up here 13 years ago, and that's when it started. So, Tony Molino, how would you describe Calicoon Center then compared to where you'd been living in New Jersey for most of your life? Something like paradise. Really? <laughs> it's it's a, a very lovely place. Uh, it's quite quiet. Course. We hear the stream right behind us it's here, right. outside the windows of the it's trailer. Quiet. It's still wild. There are still plenty, uh, plenty of wildlife. The wind is clean. The sky is clear. River's the key that really holds everything together for us. Um, you know, people are coming up here from from the urban environments, New York, New Jersey. We get them over from Scranton, Philadelphia. And it's just a very unique and, and special place. Just waking up in the morning and looking at the, the river really just makes you feel very good. And then within the confines of the river, you've got all sorts of things. We've got the bald eagles. That is a major draw, not only in the summer, but especially during the winter months and in January and February. You've got a lot of other wildlife that can be observed in, in the valley. And then tied to that, you also have a lot of the cultural themes as well. We've got the Zane Gray Museum, the Roebling Bridge, we've got Fort Delaware, and everything is all pretty much connected to that river thread that runs up and down here. Uh, the last uh, nine days, and I'm going to talk about that, 
but the first thing I want to say is uh, how thrilling it is to be here. Brad and Tannis, who are the co-artistic directors of the festival, are in the show tonight, so they're not out here welcoming you, but you will see them during and then after the show. Also to tell you that after the show tonight, uh, we're really fortunate to have Sabrina Artel and Trailer Talk, which will be happening right in front of the theater. What I want to tell you is a little bit about this production you're about to see, American Value. I am Sabrina Hartel with Trailer Talk. I'm here at the 16th annual Riverfest in Arrowsburg, New York, and I will be speaking with Elaine Jaguer, who is the director of the Delaware Valley Arts Alliance, which has been in existence now for 30 years. And the Riverfest is the primary fundraiser for the DVAA. It is... 200. I don't know, 2.30 in the afternoon? I'm not quite sure what time it is, but I've been here since this morning. I left my home in Liberty about 8.30 in the morning, and uh, the Doc Marshalls are on stage. The auction of artwork and posters created and designed by local artists happened earlier in the day, and I am speaking to community members, to all different kinds of people about the arts, in this region about this festival. Uh, some of my guests competed in the dog costume event, and I spoke with people who have businesses here in Narrowsburg and are participating today. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous sunny day on July 23rd. Well, welcome, Elaine. So this is the 16th annual The River Fest celebration, and... The DVAA has now been in existence for 30 years. Correct. This is our 30th anniversary year. Well, congratulations. Founded in April of 1976. So tell me a little bit, Elaine, about the founding of the DVAA and your involvement in that. My husband, had, who was not my husband then, moved here, left New York City. He was a... uh, he was an architectural consultant for theaters, and um, he um, wanted to get involved with uh, the bicentennial, the local bicentennial that uh, in '75, and started formed a uh, bicentennial cultural committee, and uh, talked me into coming up and being part of that. And uh, lo and behold. A year later, the committee wanted to continue to do cultural events and um, formed a public hearing, held a public hearing, uh, which 100 people showed up, uh, which in those days was a lot of people uh, for a little town like this. And it still is. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, um, and the deed was done. We, uh, we became an organization. So what role then do you think the arts play in a community? You are such an advocate for the arts in so many different forms in this region, and the region is including Sullivan County, Delaware County, Wayne County. So even this definition of region is an expansive one. But what do the arts do for a community? Uh- I guess the biggest thing that I see happening is that uh, the arts enliven communities. Uh, I think artists have a way, um, visual artists obviously, see things in different ways than the general public who might walk by something a hundred times. A visual artist might go by it and say, hmm, 
that looks like a potential studio or that looks like a you know a historic building that should be saved and uh, so in some ways um, artists can bring to the community a new set of eyes uh, in the visual arts in the performing arts uh, beyond entertainment uh, the arts can stretch you a little more sort of has a little more spiritual um, effect on some people uh, in terms of being uplifted uh, from their daily grind <laughs> and uh, in a small town actually when I'm when I moved here people spoke of the arts being part of this community way before that when uh, there was a railroad and there were mm. people who came and entertained um, and did these little short sets before the f movies and they actually in the old days the movies were premiered in the country in the uh, in the outskirts so people who came up here for the summer got to see first run movies before the people in the city did oh that's so interesting yeah, so it was in some way um, uh, the country always was a host to the arts and even in the old days the the musicals they always the you know, they always start out in Connecticut, the tryouts in Connecticut, and then they do the rewrites for Broadway. So, so uh, it it sort of just follows an old tradition, mm -hmm. really. Uh, we lost it for a while, and probably from the 50, uh, 60s to the 80s, and sort of oh, rebuilt it. And what what happened during that loss? Because the county went through a big economic downfall at that point as well, which was tied into the arts and entertainment, tourism, these right. things that are interlinked. Uh, well, this county really started out as a farming county. Farmers found, uh, like we probably all have when we dig in our backyards, rocks and uh, <laughs> not very good farmland in many parts of the county. So in... and. Um, in terms of the uh, the buildup of the bungalow colonies and the um, you know a lot of that was f for reasons of fresh air or for reasons of acceptance uh, you know from for ethnic groups and um, and then the big hotels came and the big hotels went and uh, a lot of what this county relied on whether or not you were directly related to a hotel business you might have been the laundry that did all the laundry for them or the mm -hmm. the uh, distributor who supplied all the soda and so it, it really had a devastating effect all the way down the line in terms of jobs but I think uh, the county is rediscovering itself as a tourism destination uh, this, it's a little more diverse bigness isn't as important uh, and uh, the smaller communities and the smaller experience, which I think people now with war and everything else going on mm -hmm. in the country really appreciate, um, and it's it's coming to the forefront again. Now that's interesting. So what do you think the connection is then as you d address the current political situation, mm -hmm. our country being at war? So what is then the connection between that and people's desire to connect locally and to support the arts? Well, I think that... Uh, it's an easier way to focus in on something that uh, is meaningful to them and to their families. Mm -hmm. And uh, they don't have to get in the car and drive 100 miles and or, or go to the biggest parks or the biggest everythings uh, to have a good experience. I just saw a child uh, out here a few minutes ago whose eyes got as big as uh, watermelons because the magician came over and took a coin out of his hat and made it disappear and 
put it back in her hand and right. she, she was just take it and her whole family standing there with their mouths open and it was a very beautiful thing. My guest is Elaine Jaguer who is the executive director of the Delaware Valley Art Alliance and today is a celebration of the arts and also a celebration of the DVAA being 30 years old at this point and also the primary fundraiser for the DVAA. So Elaine, I'm wondering about what's happening with funding and how is the national situation with arts funding being reflected here locally and what are you dealing with? Well, a lot of the funding, public funding is is, is fickle, you know, having done this for 30 years, you know. And so while you have to be vigilant in um, stating the case uh, every every year, uh, you also can't count uh, very heavily on that money every year. And I, I really think that just nationally right now, um, uh, things that used to be funded by uh, on the national level are being pushed to the states, and what's being used to be funded by the state is being pushed to the locals. And local communities are really hurting now, and I think it's taken a while uh, for this to come down to the local community, but I, there's nothing like ga- mm. the price of gas at $3 to make people start Wonderful. to notice that it's not quite the same as it used to be. So how much do you rely then on people's donations? We do. Um, in, t- in fact, uh, most statistics for nonprofits show that the lion's share of all donations is by individuals. It's not by corporations corporation corporations are actually at a very low number statistically a very mm-hmm. low percentage and um, and foundations maybe or maybe not but most of those are family foundations and those tend to be uh, leaning towards whatever the family is into that year you know so you there's there's really um, there's really a heavy reliance on individuals and you know in this case the artists are so generous uh, with the posters that they donate uh, for auction here that it's uh, it's an amazing thing well, on, the, on the one hand on the other hand they also are doing it because we support them so it's a mutual it's a mutual thing you know I try I try very hard to in some ways be a chamber of commerce for the arts you know <laughs> yes. so I'm I'm you know I'm a proponent of artists and their work and and so I want to fight for them too and say you know you don't ask your local uh, your local store for hot free hot dogs don't ask the artists for everything for free uh, it's not that you know because they are very generous and in some cases they would give everything away uh, I do have a lot of appreciation for for the training in particular the professionalism with which uh, uh, artists approach their work and uh, and with the product, probably last the product, but mm-hmm. the product uh, in the end uh, usually reflects a great deal of thought and training. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for taking a moment out of your busy day. I know you're you're in charge here of the DVAA, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm never in charge. I'm only uh, only keeping up with the pace. Well, a facilitator. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me. There's so much we could speak about in terms of the arts and what's right. happening locally, what yeah, is absolutely. in transition, and right. what, from your perspective, has changed. Or you yeah, know, there's... There, there are big changes. Uh, we have a brand new 
Bethel Woods facility. Uh, it's 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 huge. Uh, but beyond that, there are other festivals around the county. I don't mean street festivals, but uh, theater and dance. and uh, So I would say July and August, if you want to be in Sullivan County, you can see something just about every night of the week and not, you know, without without fail. And maybe three or four things. <laughs> so that that's certainly the... the uh, burgeoning of, of the arts over the over the uh, course of this uh, last few years in particular uh, has has been remarkable and and uh, as artists like to say the more the merrier yes well thank you Elaine thank you all so much for joining me at the River Fest in Narrowsburg New York a celebration of the arts and a fundraising event for the Delaware Valley Art Alliance the DVAA Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Calicoon Center, our eighth concert of the summer. We have two more after tonight, so get your friends to come next week and the week after and try to come yourselves. We hope to have just as good a weather as we're having tonight. This is, I think, the first night when some of us could use jackets. Uh, next week, if it's this cool, we might wear our yellow jackets in the band, but we'll always wear the white tops and the black lower part. Uh, my name is Michael Kaiser. It's my pleasure to welcome you here tonight. Our director is Jim Newton from Livingston Manor. the bell and the spoon players with me here in the trailer because I have to say I mean don't tell any of the other band members but you are both my favorite and you you Agnes you play the spoons I love watching you play those spoons I'm telling you so now how does one become a spoon player Agnes Tilson (laughs) to my brother he played them and I just watched him and so I did it Really? So your brother, and where did you grow up? Manhattan, (coughs) New York City. So, wow, there's spoon players in New York City? I didn't know that. I've spent a lot of time there. Yes. 
So, Agnes Tilson, you you learned it from your brother when you were a child, then, how to play the spoons? Not really. I got, I was 16, I did it, yeah. <clears throat> and then where did, where did the spoon playing take you? We were playing for parties. Really? Yeah. And then that's how we got together. Yeah. So in New York City, you were playing for parties. And how did you end up here in Calicoon Center, about two hours away from New York, playing the spoons right here on Main oh Street God, in Calicoon God. Center? What? So now, who is it that pulled you into the band? Lance Krentz. And how many years, Agnes Tilson, have you been in the band? 20. 20 years. She's 16. 19. <laughs> oh, 19, yeah. So, Valerie, 19 years for yeah, you yeah, in the I... band. And tell me your last name again. McShane. McShane. Well, Valerie, now you play the bells. That's right. How did this happen? 16 years for you and Agnes, 20 on the spoons. Well, I'll tell you how this happened. The, the man that played the bells, he passed away, and his family donated the bells to the, to the band. And then I, Agnes had to go to the rehearsals, and so I joined her going to the rehearsals. And James Newton was there, and he said to me, uh, look at this, he said, you can can you play that? I said I don't know. He said, "Well, take it home, see what you could do with it." With the bell? <laughs> with the bells. <laughs> I took it home, and it was mine ever since. Really? So you figured it out? You, oh, so sure. it was just kind of an improvisation, and here you right. are, sixteen years later, playing right. the bells in the Calicoon Center Band. Now, right. what are your musical backgrounds then? Well, well, Agnes, of course, you've been a spoon player since you were a teenager. Right. Yeah, right. Well, music was always in the family. My father yeah. played instruments. My brothers played instruments. Uh, music was always there. Sometimes it sounded like a music school when you came into the house. <laughs> Everybody was playing something in another room. And Valerie McShane, where was this? That this was uh, in the city. In New York City. Yeah, in New York City. And yeah. what kind? What was your family like? What What is your background? Well, they were all nice people, I should say. Uh, no fighting, no fussing. Very happy. Yeah. Right. Very happy childhood. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, life was good. <clears throat> life was good. And what brought you from New York City to Calicoon Center? Well, you know what happened. The city got bad. There were a lot of bad people moving in, and they were using guns and drugs and whatnot. And it got so that you were afraid to walk on the streets. This was in Brooklyn. First we lived in the city. Manhattan. In Manhattan, and then we moved, moved to Brooklyn, Brooklyn. because the, it, it started changing. And it got so you were afraid to walk on the street. And when you had the package, they would sometimes take it from you and run with it. It was awful. And so we descended, you decided to come up here in the country. And how did you end up in the Catskills? Where do you live, Valerie McShane? Uh, next to my sister Agnes. Oh, sisters! Yeah. So spoons and bells <laughs> in the band and sisters. I can't believe it. You it just keeps getting better that. and better. No, Tony, you didn't tell me. So, okay, so Agnes Tilson and Valerie McShane, you are sisters, and Agnes, you play the spoons, and Valerie, the bells, and we're here with Tony Molino, who moved here to Calicoon Center 14 years ago. So, Agnes also plays the drums, and I also play the piano. Oh, you Oh, you do? Well, then how, though, did you both end up here in Sullivan County? Well, it's because of the neighborhood because of the people. Well, thank you both so much. It's about 7 o'clock, about an hour away yes. from the start of the Calicoon Center right. Band. And if 
there are any other friends of yours here tonight, any other band members, please send them to me. I would love to meet them. Thank you so much. I would like to make one little comment. I'm the mosquito man. (laughs) Oh, you are? (laughs) What do you mean? I pass out all the herbs. Oh, you are the reason why these are getting passed out. Well, thank you, because the mint really does keep the mosquitoes away. I know they do. do. My wife wife is uh, Martha. She's an herbalist, a fourth-generation Swiss herbalist. And I do the planting. That's interesting to know. Well, thank you so much, Tony Molino, who is an audience member here this evening and a community member here in Calicoon Center, and Agnes Tilson, who plays the spoons in the band, and Valerie McShane, the bell. So thank you so much, and please send people my way. Thank you, and I look forward to listening this evening. I'm packing up the trailer now and heading back to Liberty, New York. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artell. Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artel. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels. Thank you for listening to WJFF during our fun drive. If you've been thinking about making a contribution of two, three, even $500 or more, consider challenging your fellow listeners to match your contribution. Challenge pledges are a huge boost during our on-air drives. They get folks calling in. So if you have the ability to challenge other listeners, please do it now. Call 845-482-4141 to make your challenge pledge. Thanks. You're listening to WJFF, broadcasting at 90.5 and 94.5 FM in the Sullivan County Catskills in Northeast PA. We also stream online at wjffradio.org, where you can